0: the gladiator mentality, and people look at us like, oh, okay, really? Or, yeah, really. Well, let's do this. Diamond Envy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy is always brought to you by Caven's Group. Check them out, Cavensgroup.com. Back to 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 back. Back to back to back champs. Did I get that right? Did, did, did I get the... Uh, the, the right number in there? Uh, regardless, it never gets old. Complete domination. Uh, still an entire weekend to go, but the race is officially over. Your OU softball team, Big 12 champs for the 11th consecutive year, which is just still crazy to think about winning it 11 times in the uh, Big 12 regular season. Awesome. Uh, and another weekend, by the way, where the opposing team failed to score more runs, than the overall amount of wins OU had over the weekend. Four out of five Big 12 series, that's been the case now. And I hope that's not too confusing when I say that. I think I said it last weekend as well. So OU had three wins. KU just scored two runs all weekend. Like, boom, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what domination looks like, by the way. So for the fourth time out of the five Big 12 series that OU has played, they had more wins than the amount of total runs that the opposing team had all weekend long. And, again, that's just what uh, that's what domination looks like. And another weekend, by the way, where I thought OU flexed in all areas. The offense was, was great um, all the way around. This team hit for a lot of power this weekend. Two shutouts from the pitching staff. Again, just two uh, runs allowed all weekend long. And then defensively. I mean, you had Riley Boone getting me all fired up with an ESPN top play out there in left field. You know, I just – and, and not that I'm just coming to this realization now, but this team is, this team's playing well, you know? And, like, this is the point in the year where you really want to start trending towards playing your best softball. And I don't know if OU's absolutely playing its, you know, best softball right now, but it's playing pretty well. Like, I feel good where this team is at at this point in the season. Do I think that they're capable of being even better? Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. And I think we've seen in past seasons where, oh, you will find a way to play its best softball in the postseason. We saw that last year resulted in a championship. year before that resulted in a championship. Some players that you needed to step up have stepped up, and, and hopefully that's the case. But as of right now, I feel pretty good of where this team's at, and it's a scary thought for everyone else if this team does indeed find a way to play even better softball because it's 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 pretty good right now. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. But is it pretty good? Yeah, I think so. Uh, loyal listener, Shy, tweeted at me on Saturday, OU has more wins than runs allowed at uh, this point in the season. So as of Saturday when she sent this, it was 44 wins and 35 runs allowed. Now it's 45 wins and 37 runs allowed. Just crazy. Best pitching staff ever. I'll keep saying it. I'll keep saying it until uh, people... I think that you guys are obviously listening, but I want this to be a universal thought. I want everyone to think that, yeah, OU has the best pitching staff out there. So I'll probably say it for the rest of the season. This team wins a national championship and on into the offseason as well, just so everyone knows where I stand with this OU pitching staff. Because I think it's the best pitching staff ever, and the numbers right now are bearing that out. More on that in a minute. Brenda in California loved the weekend, kind of like the rest of us. You know, going back to some listener comments, you know Brenda, she said, "Amazing weekend for OU. Saturday's game was perfection in every aspect. That Riley Boone catch, oh my God, she's a stud, and I agree on all fronts. Saturday was perfection. Riley Boone is a stud, and it goes back to what I was saying just a couple of minutes ago. It just felt like." OU flexed in all areas this weekend, which is good to see. It just goes back to this team, like everyone else, trying to play its best softball of the year at this season. Um, now that we're getting close to the end of the regular season, and OU has been doing that for a while. But um, the way that they flexed this, this past weekend, it was, it, it, it was cool. And how cool was it that you were able to honor your seniors and get them a Big 12 title on the same day? And I think we all knew that there would be emotion this weekend, but... I don't know if anything was more emotional than Grace Green hitting a home run on Saturday and then Patty tearing up in the post-game interview. I mean, that that got me. I don't know about the rest of you, but that got me. And what a cool moment that was. Talked about Grace on Friday and just how happy I am that it's worked out for her. Like I was just so happy that it worked out for her uh, this weekend because, again, started her career playing in a lot of games. that. Obviously did not, um, wasn't the case in her second and third you know, season around here, but she's a big part of this team, and I'm really, really glad that she had that, she had that cool moment. That was awesome. A lot of great moments this weekend, including that eight-run first inning on Saturday. And that just has to be so demoralizing for a team. You know, like, think about it, you're excited, you got a chance to beat the number one team, and then, boom, you blink and the game's already over. It's like a UFC fight. The bell rings, you blink, and you're knocked out. That that was KU on Saturday. I, I can't imagine what it feels like walking back to the dugout after one complete inning and saying, "Well, this is over." You know, especially when you know what's in the circle for OU. Forget being down eight nothing after the first inning to anyone. We're talking. You guys know what I think about this pitching staff. It's very obvious. Down at eight nothing to them. you there's no chance you're coming back from an 8-0 deficit against OU. No, Not happening. And more of the same this weekend from Jordy, uh, Starocko, and May. Uh, I know Alex gave up two runs on Sunday, but she's still well below a one ERA, pitching at an All-American kind of status right now. I mean, she continues to, to play well. But, and same thing for Nicole May, obviously, right? Well below a one ERA. She has another great performance this weekend. But Jordy is just on fire right now. And if this team had to play a winner-take-all game to win a championship today, I, I think I'd want Jordy in the circle. Now, look, I'd take the other two in a heartbeat. Don't get me wrong. Like, you wouldn't need to sell me too hard on Alex DiRocco or Nicole May in a winner-take-all championship game today. I'll ride with that, and I'll feel pretty good about my chances. But Jordy's just – I don't know. I Jordy just feels like she's on a different level right now. Her stu- like Her off-speed stuff is just so sharp. Ah, uh, there's a lot of velo with her fastball right now. Everything just seems really sharp for Jordy, and I not only do I think she's on a different level, I just like maybe no one else in the sport is performing like Jordy Ball is at this given moment. Like I think right now, I think she is the best pitcher in all of college softball, and I think you'll get big innings this postseason from all three. But I really feel like Jordy's going to shine in the postseason. Like I, I think she's going to show and make quite the statement be it regional, super regionals, or if this team makes it to Oklahoma City, I think she's going to have a, perfor- a performance or two where she shows that she's the best pitcher in the game. And by the way, she's at like a 1.10 ERA as of Monday morning. She's going to have a sub-1 ERA before the season's over. I, I believe that. And then you might have all three of your starters with a sub-1 ERA, which I don't have to tell you this, but it's absolutely insane. All right, want to tell you about our title sponsor, Caven's Group. Again, five-tool player, just like T.R.A. Jennings, just like Jada Coleman, who's going to win Player of the Year this weekend. Another great weekend for Jada. Uh, But if you have an emergency repair, I hope that you don't. CavensGroup.com, let them help you out. Gary and the team, big OU fans, big supporters of OU softball, uh, big supporters of this podcast, too, which I really, really appreciate. Go support Gary and the team at Caven's Group. They do excellent work there. Again, that's KavensGroup.com. Tulsa on Tuesday night, so a cool opportunity for all of you 918ers to see uh, OU in action. And really glad they rescheduled that one, because it's hard to get tickets for an OU softball game right now. It's very hard. Not an easy ticket to come by. It's probably the toughest ticket in town. I don't think probably. I think OU softball is the toughest ticket in town. So... Like, it's a tough ticket if you live a mile away from Marina Hinesfield, So this is going to give a lot of OU fans their best opportunity to see this team this year. And, by the way, it'll be a very pro-OU crowd, breaking news here, Maybe north of like 90% up there at TU on Tuesday. Uh, but that's the only midweek game until Bedlam and Stillwater this next weekend. Lost a little luster with OU already locking up the Big 12, but... It's, an, it's an, uh, an opportunity for OU to go unbeaten in conference, which even last year's team, last year's great team, maybe the best of all time, historic national champs, even last year's team uh, didn't do that. So that would be a big accomplishment to, well, you already won the conference and to go unbeaten in the league as well. And in a league that I continue to say is as strong as it's been in in several years. I, I believe that. Um, big story, though, so many of you have seen that the Nebraska women's volleyball team will play a game at Memorial Stadium. That's where Nebraska plays football. And I guess it's like sold out. Over 80,000 are going to be at a volleyball game in Lincoln this summer, which is awesome. I love that for women's sports. But it does bear the question. If Nebraska can do it, why not OU? Why not OU softball? Could OU sell out Owen Field? Could you construct a softball field at Owen Field? I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I knew I do know it would be uh, it would be incredible in an awesome environment. I mean, OU did set an attendance record earlier this year. Didn't just set it; they absolutely shattered it. But eighty thousand plus is that's a bit of a different story than the what nine thousand that they had uh, in the Texas series. A little bit different, however. I will never doubt this program, and I will never doubt its fan base because both always show up. Patty mentioned on Sunday she'll be having a conversation about it with uh with old Joe C. I am uh I'm really rooting for this. Play Texas or Oklahoma State or invite UCLA to play out here. Play multiple games, whatever. You you probably would need a big time opponent to get to eighty thousand. Make it a national TV game. Like OU fans would show out. I I, I don't doubt. Uh, could they get to eighty thousand again? I don't know, but I'm not going to doubt anybody. Do a concert before or after play the game and. It put college softball on a uh, on an incredible platform. Already is on an incredible platform, but that would kind of be next level. So, I don't know about the rest of you, but my hopes are already up since Patty showed some uh, interest yesterday. Let's make that happen. OU softball playing at Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Maybe their first ever SEC game uh, can be, at, uh, be inside the stadium. That would be sweet and one of the single greatest days, possibly, uh, for the sport of college softball all right that'll do it uh, for this pod Big 12 champs once again 11th consecutive year and um, just as a little bit of a hot take I don't think OU is done well I guess they are done winning big 12 championships here after this next year but I don't think that OU's done winning conference championships anytime soon and obviously I'm including the SEC on that one but I I, I think uh, I think more conference, trophies will be making its way to the facility. That's that's what I'll say. I uh, appreciate all the comments, uh, all, all of the interaction as always. You guys are awesome, and Big 12 champs. Let's go win a national championship. Let's go. Talk to you later this week right here on the Diamond Ivy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas.